Howdy Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. I'm Ethan Edgehill. And I'm Mary Clay Watt. And today we're robbing a casino. Three of them. So pay your debt to society. And Ted says he should. Because today we're bringing you Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven was released on December 7th, 2001, just a brisk 6,374 days ago on an $85 million budget. It made $450.7 million worldwide, which is considerably more than I would have thought. Uh, 82% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 80 audience rating, and a 74 on Metacritic. Ethan, do you have a negative review for me? I do have a negative review. It comes to us from Thomas DeLapa of the Boulder Weekly. I think I've read something from him before. I think he hates movies. I think that's what I've learned about this guy. But he says... When all the cards have been turned over, nothing seems to be at stake in this movie. Has the feel of a put-on. It put me off. Thomas. Come on, Tom. That was like the best negative review I could find, though, because most of them were like, this is a C plus, but we're counting it as negative, and I didn't say anything bad about it in the blurb. Yeah, there, there's a lot of those. Mary Clay, what about you? What, a review you agree with as your first time on the show. Let's see what you got. Yes. Um. This is from, let's see... Karina Montgomery from Cinerina Magazine, I'm assuming, from 2001 on Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes left. It's merely okay, but it's completely watchable and equally forgettable. Brutal. It is not at all forgettable. I and don't agree with that at that's all. That's literally one sentence, and I'm like, yeah, accurate. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's always You one can say all you need to say about a movie in one sentence, as these people yeah. remind me every week. And then oh, we say yeah. a lot of sentences, like a lot of them, like way too many sentences. <laughs> we also go way off topic on this show. I have a positive review for this show from Jamie Russell from BBC.com, where they don't even have money. So... Uh, yes, Jamie, they do. Uh, no, like the economy there is not, it's not like dollars. It's not, it's not like, it's like heavy there, right? It's pounds. Yeah, it's pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine carrying like 10 pounds to the store? What? Okay, Ron Swanson. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, he says, a clock. Raises... Don't have that in America. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. He says, raises the benchmark for Give all me all the bacon and eggs you have. <laughs> What, what you might have heard was, give me a lot, a lot of, bacon of bacon and eggs. And eggs. <laughs> what I <laughs> what meant I was, give me all the bacon and eggs. <laughs> anyway, Jamie Russell says, raises the benchmark for all future blockbusters and is guaranteed to put a grin on your face from ear to ear. Is that a Don Cheadle impression? No, he's it from the BBC.com. Come on. From the Beeb. The Bee. Cross the <laughs> pond, as it were. <laughs> No, I can't anyway. do a Don Cheadle accent. That 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 is an impossible accent to do properly as an American. I just imagine he walked on a set the first day and he was like, "Hey, I got. I know I'm kind of like a B slash C character in this movie. Can I do an accent?" Mary Clay. Yes. You wait. Binary reviews for Ocean's Eleven, as always. Binary reviews on bacon and eggs are brought to you by either. I can't. I can't seem to remember what binary reviews are brought to you by oh binary reviews on the bacon and eggs are brought to you by (laughs) remember me hot cocoa from super carlin brothers coffee but also the rest of the carlin brothers coffee items they're all so good but now they have hot remember me hey is that that really what it's is that what it's called no no that's not Uh. what it's called it's called (laughs) it's called double dark chocolate that sounds equally good 
Oh, Tyler, yeah. Tyler, Tyler, if you ever set me up for that joke again, I'm going to drive. I'm going to get in my car, pause the recording. I'm going to get in my car, drive to your house, beat your front door down and end you. But it's so good. It's funny because the hot cocoa from Carlin Brothers Coffee has an Easter egg on the front of Kevin from Up when it's called Hot Cocoa. I think this joke is hilarious. You have Nobody man, has you laughed You have at. one more week left of this joke before I pause it forever. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Coco. Get it? Ernesto de la Cruz. Get it? Uh, look, anyway. I just love that movie so much I was on board immediately without question. Carlin Brothers exactly. Coffee is awesome. It's rad. You can get Coco. You can get hot coffee. You can get cold brew. You can get English breakfast and ginger peach tea. You can get uh, caffeine-free you know, t-shirts. You know, what, you know, listen, when you put presents out under the American flag for Memorial Day, what is it that George Washington brings? Carlin Brothers Coffee. Cherry trees. He believes, <laughs> he believes in one hell of a cold brew. Must chop wood! <laughs> anyway, if uh, the, the way... We won the Revolutionary War. This a little known fact: Carlin Brothers Cold Brew kept our men awake through the night. Oh wow! And that way, I don't, they were able to. I don't remember that to, being in Hamilton. I do. They were able to keep firing on the British from a distance. <laughs> They're going to put it in the sequel with all the women. Yeah. <laughs> he talked <laughs> about a good. sequel. Sounds good. Burr. Anyway, so CarlinBrothersCoffee.com/slash/discount/slash/bacon or eggs if you already use bacon. Get you ten percent off your entire order, including everything. Including go everything. there right Especially now and do that. Get some coffee for Memorial Day to leave under your Memorial Day tree for George Washington, which I'm sure we've all obviously gone and decorated by now, right? Yeah, absolutely. The cherry tree in my living room. <laughs> There's a solid chance that come Memorial Day, I just chop the cherry tree in my front yard down, like George Washington. I have an axe. I have an axe as well, but currently it's just encroaching upon our home. It's like digging roots into the side of the house. Quick question. If you chop a tree down, do the roots stop growing? I have no well, idea. I will Google no. that before I chop said tree down. As long as we're- I would imagine no, right? I, I expected one of you to have knowledge on trees. I have absolutely zero arboreal knowledge short of like, don't eat that. That's a tree. <laughs> I can tell you that's a I know tree. I know little enough about plants to know that I can't go out into the wilderness and eat anything. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I would I would immediately die upon upon the apocalypse beginning because I would I would be a, a freaking PETA in the Hunger Games eating the poison berries. The night lock. Yeah. yeah. Immediately I'd night be like, Ooh, those are pretty. <laughs> oh man, those look I'd be good. like, yeah, these these look good. And then I wonder if it. I can turn these into a dye to paint myself into an actual <laughs> tree. Into a rock. <laughs> oh god. Anyway. Binary Reviews brought to you by Carlin Brothers Coffee. Happy Memorial Day. CarlinBrothers.com. Use promo code BACON or eggs. CarlinBrothersCoffee.com. CarlinBrothersCoffee.com. Use promo code BACON or eggs at checkout for 10% off your entire purchase. Uh, you can use each code once. Now, a binary review for Ocean's Eleven. I'm giving it a 1-1. One, one. Get it? Uh... And as long as movies about a group of men go, this has got less men than like... <laughs> 12 angry men it has yep, the same one. number what no it's got 11 well plus ocean. terry benedict ocean ocean is of the 11 i thought it there there are him plus 10 others yeah and then well yes, there's there's right. actually a 12th because there's the dude in the room that punches danny bruiser oh uh, yeah bruiser they they bring this up in the sequel actually that nobody signed on for the name oceans 11 hmm. oceans 12 is an uncomfortable series of words to say could have like, like, been like could have been oceans dozen but or oceans, oceans, 11 plus oceans one. baker dozen 
But right. anyway, I give this a one because uh, Ocean's One One is the original with Frank Sinatra from 1960, and it's not very good. No? This is Eleven well, spelled this, out. Yes, Ocean's Eleven is a one. I agree with you, Ethan. Mary Clay. Y'all, I'm about, I need to preface this with, I'm probably going to piss off literally every guy listening to this podcast. Oh, lots, I give of, it lots of the women too. Zero, because I went literally 18 years of my life, a full grown adult without having seen this movie and I was perfectly fine. Wait, you're only 18? No, like the movie came out in 2011. (laughs) Do the math. I mean, 2001. I was like, I was like, what? How did you? Because in my mind, this movie's always existed. (laughs) There's, there's no time period where there was no Ocean's Eleven. No, this came out, yeah, 18 years ago. In those 18 years, I had never once seen it. But is your life better now that you have seen it? I don't. I will say. It might only be better given that I feel like I can now watch uh, what I'm only assuming is the superior Ocean's 8. Just kidding. It's probably not any superior. Um, I can talk Ocean's 8. You want to talk Ocean's 8? I'll let you in. Oh, no. I literally haven't seen it yet. So that's why I feel like I I can go watch it now. And if they make references or or callbacks or something or there are cameos, I'll be able to like enjoy those Easter eggs. You're going to be a little frustrated by Ocean's 8. I can tell you that straight away. Oh, no. I'm sure it's like not that great. And and I'm sure. Yeah. Like uh, I I loved it. I loved Ocean's 8. I love all of them, though. But I I, I loved Ocean's 8. But it is uh, it has similar problems to the problems I think you're about to bring up, but sort of reversed. I'll tell you what I like about Ocean's 8 is, like, they do the Met Gala thing. Of course, you haven't seen it, Mary Claire. They do the Met Gala thing in that movie, and you can just, like, for the rest of the movie, be like, we stand a blank queen and like it's always there it's always relevant and the outfits are on point but then you get back to the hunger games thing where you're like is the met gala really the capital taking over and are we all gonna die (laughs) it certainly is like i think if there's any evidence that cinna is a real human being it is the met gala truth I mean, damn, like, just think back to, um, when was, when was this year's, like, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. Three weeks ago? It was before James Charles was canceled. That was, (laughs) I know way too much about the freaking beauty guru drama on YouTube than I care to. Same. And I literally wrote a senior thesis on YouTube. I know a lot about YouTube. Yeah, but none of those people existed when you were a senior. Oh, man. None of I know. Existed. Well, that's what's in. That's what's in. That's what's truly insane. I did. My, I did my my thesis on Hannah Hart in my drunk kitchen. Um, Ooh, what do you think of Hannah Hart? I do love my drunk I kitchen. Love her. She's amazing. Uh, it was mostly about like how um, the internet um, has made it has made all these tools accessible so that ordinary people can do random crap and then they become celebrities for it because people like seeing normal people on the internet as opposed to, you know, like Kim Kardashian. Like if, I don't know, Kim Kardashian's not a good example because if she started a YouTube channel, I'm I'm sure it would have 5 billion subscribers already. Well, yeah, I mean, she succeeded because of a viral video. (gasps) Oh, yeah, man. Kim Kardashian's my favorite comeback story. <laughs> God. <laughs> my favorite Parks and everyone, Rec's lo- everyone, everyone loves a good comeback story. Yeah. Seabiscuit. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh. But, uh, okay. Anyway. Kim Ocean's Kardashian's 11. A bad example. But like, 
there have been great things to come up. Like Justin Bieber, I don't know if that's a great thing, but he was like a YouTuber before he was. <laughs> I Justin know that's Bieber. what's like so insane. And and the, the craziest part is that like I I wrote my paper, turned it in like two years and I don't know two months ago, and it's already out of date. It's already oh, it outdated. Out, it was out of date before you turned it in. Yeah, exactly. You were a college like, kid. You were. You I didn't was, have your finger on the pulse. I was literally <laughs> updating it at like because there was all this news coming in. Um, Oh, it was the YouTube like enacted, um, it was like safe mode or something right as I was writing my paper and it like censored YouTube channels. And there were all these videos, especially on like Hannah Hart's channel who, you know, she's a lesbian. She talks about, um, you know, like mental health and she has a freaking drinking show and like all of them got censored and it was crazy that I was like, I have to go redo my paper. Excuse me. <laughs> I'll be I back. Take care of something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. And then and then what's crazy is you present it to people who have doctorates who can't play uh freaking PowerPoint. Oh well, no, not in the <laughs> Are you kidding me? The CNU com de- com department? I had um I was gonna say she was presenting in front of Jen Billinson. No, right. I actually didn't have Billinson. Um I had um Boffman, but she loved me so much and was just so nice and complimented like everything I did so I was like I can't I can't lose with this because I'm already winning oh, dude, so I'm so jealous you were probably really smart in college my, my I was it was my only redeeming quality <laughs> <laughs> and now my diploma I, is literally sitting on my shelf collecting dust with the rest of my potential my diploma is so, in a box in my storage unit so I understand which that. I've been told play. I've been told that if you do, that you were supposed that you really are supposed to take the diploma out of the little plastic covering thing because the ink comes off and that's why you're supposed oh, to dude. frame it oh mine's and framed yeah <laughs> mine is not mine is definitely not framed mine did hang my in dad, my apartment for three years but I'll, I'll tell you my senior thesis I went and defended my thesis and the com or you you were a com major I was a philosophy major there was like five of us graduating that year <laughs> yeah I'm sure and they were not about to see a 20% hit in their graduation rate oh yeah so I presented my paper <laughs> And they were like, they were like, you either pass, you either fail, you pass, or you pass with a distinction. I finished defending it, and Doctor Park looks at me, and he was like, I, mean, I guess you pass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, and then here you are with your and then here own I am. Meanwhile, podcast, I had... <laughs> and and you're having a kid, right? It's you. Yes. Yeah, I'm the one. With <laughs> the one Man, with the <laughs> that's crazy. It sure is not me. <laughs> yeah, you're doing crazy stuff in life, so. You know, you passed. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. And as luck would have it, my wife makes more money than me, so that's good. <laughs> me- meanwhile, I had to do my senior thesis good defense in a surgical mask <laughs> with strep throat. So, oh god, <laughs> the senior defense was such a silly thing because because I truly think that like no matter what, they're like I don't want if if it's bad, I don't want to deal with it again next year, <laughs> and if it's good, I don't want to see it go. But like obviously, I'm excited because that's good for my department. I don't know. It's all like. Yeah. It's a weird sales thing. Once you get into sales, which is what I do for a living, it's like the way you think about every going to the doctor is such a conniption for me because it's like they're only going to prescribe this medicine because the rep for that medicine is going to buy them Subway if they do. All right. Well, let's talk about let's talk about <laughs> stealing and not selling. Okay. Well, it's kind of the same. Stealing. Heist movies. Heist movies, Ethan. And Mary Clay. This is, <laughs> I'm not using the link. I'm glad, I'm on glad the you remembered my name. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's been a minute since we had a guest. You know what's great? You tweeted today 
Oh, yeah. Hi, my name's Mary Clay. Oh, hi, Mary. And I was like, that's exactly how I would have done this it. This happened exactly- literally on the phone today. Someone was like, what's your name again? I said, Mary Clay. And he goes, oh, okay, Mary. And I'm like, no. Why would I have told you Mary Clay if that's not what my name was? Anyway. Exactly. I, but yeah. The heist. But it was funny that you said that because I was like, yeah, well, that's how I would have processed but like, that. But like Mary Clay is a pos- plausible first and last name situation. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, Plus like Mary Clay Watt could be a great name. What? Okay. <laughs> what, like you a, want me to change my last name to like Clay a, Watt? You'd be like a gym leader who has like a Pikachu and a Ditto, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So heist movies, y'all. <laughs> Yeah. I, okay. So I have to say all my like negativity aside, and I, I did go into this movie very excited because I know it's supposedly a very good movie. Um, all that aside, I have to say that like this is does set a good basic ground level for a good heist. You know, this is way above bar. I mean, like Ant-Man is a good heist. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was that's like a. Oh, yeah, they did the heist Well, that's unfair. Ocean's Eleven doesn't have Paul Rudd in it, so... It could. It's got Brad Pitt. It's got George Clooney. What what more do you need? Oh, did you... So, trivia, um, Luke and Owen Wilson were supposed to be the two brothers. Yeah, I did. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I did know that. They, they were, that would have yeah. they couldn't they couldn't afford them so they got Ben Affleck's little brother and some other guy some random guy oh my god he's a balloon boy <laughs> neither of them have a scripted line of dialogue in this whole movie fun fact I don't no, think sorry. that's accurate one of them was, did one of them did the non um, what, Casey the, Affleck the, one. Uh, the the non, and Casey Affleck just improvised against they both, the other yeah one? literally all the 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 interactions where they're talking to each other in the script is just like scene description oh yeah sorry I'm thinking back to yeah so they like none of it is it it, like all has a bearing but none of it is like they had to have said this yeah it wasn't like yeah yeah. Yeah, nothing is the balloon boy line was not written in the script yeah nothing's (laughs) imagine (laughs) that get out of the car i'm gonna drop you like third period french (laughs) they they did have lines but none of them actually made it into the final cut of the movie so yeah i can see how that happened you did not like this movie big fat zero because you made it 18 years of your life without seeing it you're totally fine now that you've seen it you still are like so, so my my Why? main my main thing is just that it's boring. Nothing happens. What? <laughs> the whole film is something. Happening. It's like you get like an hour in, and it feels like they're still setting it up. Like I understand. Yeah, great I understand <laughs> that the heist has all these different moving pieces, and it all has to fit together, and all has to be like laid out super smoothly and carefully so that it goes well. But it's Listen. so slow. Oh my god, it's so fast. Nothing happens in it. Time. Well, that doesn't. Is- that part doesn't. Where things actually start get going, it's over halfway done. When at when no. I'm like, oh okay, here's the action. Here we go. Great. You get to see Matt Damon stealing stuff. You get to see the conversation with Saul where like he almost passes out because he that was good. Robbing. Yeah, that was pretty. You good. get to see you get to see Danny reading an article about the tower, the, the places they're gonna steal. You get to see them getting the blueprints inside the building and the security guard being like, oh, it's you guys. Okay, yeah, cool. Take whatever you need. <laughs> like, they pull favors with everyone. Oh, my gosh. It's That's, so good. And I appreciate that as world think, building, listen, character no. building, but it goes on too long. The, your review of this 
matches how I felt the first time I saw the Princess Bride, where I was like, man, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I, the Princess Bride is, is pretty... <laughs> I get that, like, this, everybody loves this, but I don't get it. Now, I'm like, nobody I don't, deals I, with a Sicilian or something I mean, well, here's, on the line. <laughs> like, the Princess, the Princess Bride, it's a good movie, but I hate people who are like, it's the best movie of all time. I'm like, no, it's just a good movie. It's the, what is the best movie of all time? Man, I don't even know. National Treasure. <laughs> National Treasure. Yeah, two. Damn straight. There National you go. Treasure. Two book two. of secrets. <laughs> Between, honestly, put them together. National Treasure against Night at the Museum. <laughs> oh, I'm man. I'm running the gauntlet here. National Treasure oh. wins that 10 out of 10 times. I oh, agree no. Night at the Museum. Are you like, kidding me? You know, dumb dumb. You dumb. I mean, I, I love and Night, Night at the, the Museum. Muse- Night the at the Museum one. has Robin Williams as wholesome Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, but it has a lot of Ben Stiller. It has, um, it has a Rami Malek. <laughs> it does have a lot of Ben Stiller. Who else is it? has <laughs> Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Could have been in Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. Could have been in Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> they really could have used that bump in their career. Wow. <laughs> Just imagine, like, I think at this time, after every I, I bet, sequence... I Goes right. Owen Wilson is like, yeah, okay, that was a good decision. And Luke Wilson is like, why didn't I go to Ocean's Eleven? Are you kidding? He was busy filming old school. Oh, I was gonna say he was probably busy (laughs) filming legally uh, filming Legally Blonde or something. Oh, no, that was two thousand. Wow, I forgot he was in Legally Blonde. See, that's how unrecognized or unmemorable that Luke Wilson is. Have you guys guys, um, done Legally Blonde? That's a classic. Believe it or not, we should, before we picked, what was it this week? Yeah, we talked about doing it this week, actually. Legally, we really? talked about Legally Blonde, and then, because we wanted to do a graduation movie, but then I saw Booksmart, and I was like, oh, we should do Booksmart. Yo, it came out. It comes out the day I this is released. I was yeah. going to say, it's coming out. Yeah, it's coming it's out this week. It's currently got 100% that on Rotten Tomatoes. I saw it. I'll give you a quick review. I don't, it's definitely good. I don't know if it's 100% good. Well, um, I well, noticed I mean, that in the commercials, it says like 100% of Rotten Tomatoes as of 4-29. And they add that little disclaimer that well, as of April still, 29th, it was 100%. It's got 74 reviews and it's still 100%, which is oh, pretty really? damn good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's wow. a lot. <clears throat> good for them. Also, he, he would have been filming Legally Blonde or Bad Seed while this was filming. What did I say? Legally Blonde. Man. He would have been- or Charlie's Angels. Wait, when did Legally Blonde come out? Oh, one. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. yeah. Look, and all literally all of the girls listening can back me up. We would be You would be lying if you said you didn't think at one point that you could completely drop your current career path and become a lawyer because of Legally Blonde. Oh, I still feel that way. And like, I'm not even oh, a girl. Yeah. Elle all Woods the made time, it I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to be a lawyer. If Elle Woods can do it, so can I. I think it's kind of like the Lori Laughlin thing, though, where Elle Woods got in because she was, like, rich. It was for diversity reasons because they needed a girl. I don't... That makes me feel worse about the situation. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk Look, about Lori Laughlin. it's Laughlin's. in 2001. It's in 2001. <laughs> Looping back to Ocean's yeah, Eleven. I don't want to talk about Lori Laughlin. at I all. I understand that this is in 2001. It's a different time, and I'm willing to have that suspension of disbelief, but, like... There were definitely a couple moments where I was like, oh, yeah, this was 2001. Uh, These are men. (laughs) In particular was when they were at the Greyhound dog race. That was bad. What's wrong with the Greyhound dog race? They're illegal. They they should be. Five minutes ago. I mean, but it's like a hor it's a horrible abuse on animals. Like absolutely I like there are all noticed. of these yeah, there are all of these greyhound dogs um in like rescue shelters and stuff because 
these races will train them, raise them and train them as racers. And as soon as they're done being racers, they just abandon them or drop them off at shelters. And so there's this like overpopulation or whatever of greyhound rescue dogs because of greyhound racing. Yeah, it's illegal in Florida now. They just made that this year. It's got to yeah. be done by 2020, I think. Huh. <laughs> the mo- the I more, had no idea. <laughs> the more you know, theme music plays in the background. Well, because because like I'm I'm in the sort of my mother works at the the local SPCA, so I'm not like in the dog rescue. Well, community, I think but, it um I think it depends a, regionally where you are in the country. Um, right, but my awareness of it is that like when the and this is like I, this is a totally uninformed view but my understanding was that when like the greyhound race dogs were dropped off at shelters they were adopted immediately because they're like ultra loyal and ultra healthy dogs no nah, not necessarily well um case in point uh either but of you watch Again, um like I, i'm not trying to like either of you watch um vlog brothers hank green who yeah never heard vlog of brothers <laughs> hank <laughs> their um their dog I'm lemon their dog lemon was a was like a racing dog yeah. um and then jenna marbles um and julian solomito just got a greyhound rescue and she's like oh my god like go to her channel right now and they have like two 40 minute vlogs up of them like rescuing her and training her like the first couple weeks and she's like completely traumatized you can see she's so like you can see her ribs and her spine because she's so skinny like she doesn't know how to walk upstairs because she hasn't Mm. like interacted with the real world because she used to be a racing dog and on that note (laughs) anyway there's about to be a bunch of greyhounds up for rescue here in the next year and a half so if you ever consider adopting a greyhound put that into motion there you go yeah definitely go i want one my boss has one and it walks around the office and it's so you got enough dogs already (laughs) i know but i just i love how derpy they are four or five more dogs four or five more dogs plus the kids plus the kid i want kids (laughs) (laughs) surprise surprise you're having twins i'm planning for a second one already we've done been known this we're telling you i think i think this first one has been traumatic enough i think we're gonna maybe adopt i give you till march 2021 that's probably accurate yeah if i know emily she'll be like i'm thinking about having another i'm pregnant i'm thinking about having another kid with or without you congratulations buddy Look, Which, y'all, childbirth. Come talk to me after the child is born. My cousin oh, sure. said some things after her child was born, and I was like, uh-uh, not not doing that. <laughs> not not interested. I'm interested in having a child. Of course, I, I can't do Well, I hope you are, because you're having myself. one. <laughs> right. I'm very excited about I would about consider my myself daughter. interested. I would mark <laughs> that on interested <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> right. Have you been considering? Yes. Have you seen ads for Skip Survey? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So so you didn't like this movie because it was boring and there were Greyhound races. Why else? I'm waiting for you to get to the because, point that I think you're going to make. Because Legally Blonde 2 was called Red, White, and Blonde. It just took the whole thing from <laughs> Legally Blonde, like empowering women, and just um just ruined it. Um no, the second movie is about um Elle trying to overturn um oh, dog uh, animal testing red, laws. White, I was gonna say I've good, <laughs> good, but ba- yeah, back to the dog abuse stories. Yeah, Red, White, and Blonde <laughs> is all about Elle trying. She finds out that there's um that animal testing on cosmetic or cosmetic products or whatever is legal, and she tries to overturn it. So. 
Anyway, the reasons. Well, okay. So my main reason is just that it's slow. It takes forever. I literally felt like I did not have to watch it to like, like I, it did not keep my interest at all. And then of course, there is the reason that I'm sure y'all are expecting, which is there's one woman. It's Julia Roberts. And she never and talks. And she comes in. Yeah. She comes in to be literally passed around from man to man. For the sake, and she is the whole point. Uh, she's like the main motivation behind the heist or whatever. But I mean, obviously, money. But (laughs) I was like, so okay, let me start over with the one of the things I was starting to get really annoyed with in the first half or so of the movie before Julia Roberts comes in is that I was like, there's, there just seems to be no point to this. Why are they doing this? This has, they've introduced no character motivation other than, oh, we just think it'll look cool to get, um, Brad Pitt and, um, I don't even know who else is in this movie. God, George, George Clooney, 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 Matt Damon, Don Cheadle, Matt Mark Damon, Rob yeah, um, Elliot Gould, Bernie Mac. Yeah, like they're like, oh, it'll just look cool. It'll be cool. And and then they introduced her as being the reason. And I did the biggest like Jim on the office face to the camera because I was just <laughs> done already. And she hadn't even spoken yet. And I was like, okay. Well, she barely speaks. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's not the best. What's the test called? Which I know what it is. The, Two female... oh, the, the Bechdel test. Oh, the this Bechdel fails test. with yeah, flying totally colors. <laughs> yeah. There's not even another female speaking... No, I think there is one other female speaking role, and it's the stripper who distracts the security guard. <laughs> Which, like, Cecilia more power Burt to her. More power to board her. Member. Her name's Charmaine. <laughs> I know, yeah, I was looking at the IMDb yeah, to Charmaine. try and... She's the, a dancer oh, the at the Crazy thing, Horse too. The other thing that just... <laughs> I just kept get confusing all of the white men. I was like, I don't know who... Aside from, aside from like Matt Damon, George Clooney, and um, Brad Pitt, I was like, I don't know who any of you are. Are you on the heist or are you just a random bellhop? Or are you secretly in on it? Oh no, you're just another random old white dude. Or you're just another generic... The whatever. two guys who are always the bellhop or whatever part they're playing are in on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why there's the whole that. that's why the whole montage scene with Danny's voiceover where he explains each person on the team. In, yes, I in get order. that. Yeah. Yeah. But like I was literally I was like six minutes in and I had art this is my own fault for literally knowing like no celebrities. I was six minutes in and Brad Pitt shows up and I was like, Oh, Matt Damon, cool. <laughs> <laughs> How and then I was like, oh, it which also brings me to, I screamed when Topher Grace walks on screen. <laughs> Topher Grace is in all of them. I, I was like, oh my God, Topher Grace is part of the 11? I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> What I, Topher Grace role are you a fan Grace of? Eric no, well, I just no, I just was laughing because it was so random. I was like, "How did Topher Grace get in this movie? How <laughs> he's, he's How? Topher Grace? He plays yeah." And yeah. so that's All I was, was really was conf- yeah, I was really confused point. about that at first. I was like, "What character is he possibly playing?" 
And then, and then, yeah, and then he's, he's they literally him playing Topher, Topher Grace. Like, oh, he's yeah. Topher Grace. He's the playing Topher Grace he, from that. The only way show. he got in this movie is so is because he was a I don't know B list celebrity TV washed up TV celebrity at the time. Yep, <laughs> he was also in a movie that I've never heard of with Don Cheadle. Of course, he's nobody in this movie. Oh my God! Listen to this cast: Ethan, Michael Douglas, Benicio del Toro, Don Cheadle, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Dennis Quaid, <laughs> Dennis <What>? Quaid. <laughs> Louise Guzman. Is this, um, what, Valentine's is... Day or something? <laughs> no, it's called Traffic. Oh. And it's critically acclaimed. came out in 2000. It's a pretty good movie. Was it good? Yeah. I never saw it. I, I was going to say. Michael Douglas. <laughs> I don't think Denise I knew that Tover Grace was in it. I don't think I could have told you that. I mean, he, he is... Seth. So I, he, he's the 11th build actor. Brother of Cain. Oh, right. speaking speaking of build actors, found out that Don Cheadle was not credited in this movie. Yeah, Don Cheadle not credited in the credits on the DVD. Yeah, because he wanted to be um, something, yeah, something about like contract disputes. And he was like, well, fine, just don't credit me. And then they didn't. <laughs> and then he did two more of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I, I also too. just want to point out how heavy handily handedly they if that's even a word they laid on the fact that like oh by the way this character is British and he's ridiculously I, British you know what's funny <laughs> is that is not scripted yeah he's American because I've re- I read the screenplay front to back for whatever reason I just found it one day and yeah he's he's not he's American in the script like he is he has no particular descriptor in his lines whatsoever yeah well that's what i was i was like oh is he like pretending to be british as a way of like i don't know i could only assume an that identity, don just like, walked an in I- and started doing that and they were like you know okay like and i i made a note that um within his first two lines he said the words knickers and tossers and i was like that's how you know it's a british dude lay it out <laughs> <laughs> you tossers you have one job to do i don't yeah, think like, i could have told you that he was actually american they, I, yeah I, he's from missouri wait. i did not know that don Cheadle oh, or his character don Cheadle is from missouri yeah, yeah he's very obviously not british <laughs> i don't know this is the first thing i ever saw remember, in. in 2001 i was nine okay <laughs> this is stuck at the back of my mom's minivan i've seen this movie like 1500 times Don Cheadle is made of Europe. Oh, dang. Wait, did you have one of those minivans growing up with the little DVD thing on the... Yeah, Chrysler Town and Country, okay? They've got a name. One of those minivans. Wow. Bougie. Oh, I did. It was 02. <laughs> so I guess... I mean, yeah, this came out at the perfect time for that. Nine-year-old me watching heist movies in the back of my minivan. So this is definitely not your traditional heist movie, though. I mean, it, it might be at this point just because it's it has made an impact. But, like, before this, heist movies were definitely, like, it was about, especially in the 80s and 90s, it was about guns and murder and Scarface. Like, this was not your traditional yeah. heist movie. And I, and I have to say, I think that's what I was, I was really expecting that. I was expecting a lot of, like, um... I don't even know, like Mission Impossible, Bond stuff of just like a bunch of action and I don't know. I mean, Tom Cruise is about the only thing this movie's missing. (laughs) Tom Cruise and Al Pacino, and they fix the Al Pacino thing eventually. (laughs) They fix the Al Pacino thing. He's not in this one, but he's in future ones. You could tell they wanted Al Pacino. Yeah, oh, 100%. Oh, to play uh, Andy Garcia's Andy Garcia? What? They blew the $85 million budget on the other 14 white men and Julia Roberts. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Julia Roberts, who plays Julia Roberts in the second one, as well as wait, Tess. Wait, what the wait, what? Yeah, there's one part in that movie. I guess I'm just going to ruin this for you a little bit. There's one part in the movie where they literally, like, she pretends to be Julia Roberts. Oh, no. 
Are you talking about listeners? Yeah. You cannot see me, but I am face palming so hard. Because they were like, oh man. Well, I I hate when like movies do this universe bending thing. So like in this movie, for example, Topher Grace is like an A list celebrity that everyone's flipping out over, and then there's no, Brad Pitt and um, George Clooney just standing right there, going unnoticed. Well, because they're okay. I mean, that's part of the joke. But Topher Grace is a washed up celebrity in this movie. Well, no, when you see them leaving the bar, everyone's like cheering around him and freaking out over him. They're yeah, all excited a, to see him. He was on the cover of Teen Beat, right? But the the uh, the comment of what Rusty is doing is he's teaching washed up actors to play. Yeah, parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I just uh, yeah. It always messes me up when when movies do that universe bending thing where it's like in this world, George Clooney and Brad Pitt, who are right here, do not exist. That is fair. But to be fair, if 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 2001, if anybody that looked like 2001 Brad Pitt walked out of a bar, people would look at him. I I also would not have the confidence to speak to him. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you would have or you would have done what I did and walk up to him and go, hey, Matt Damon. Right. Oh my God, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon! Matt Damon. <laughs> also, did not realize like how young Matt Damon was. Like he's got he looks old. like a boy. Yeah, he looks like a child in this movie. Yeah. Oh, the okay. So I have three specific points of just really random, like cheesy. I don't even know cinematography, whatever that just didn't come across well to me. The first one was when they introduced Matt Damon, and. He's supposed to be introduced as this, like, prodigy pickpocketer, and he very obviously pickpockets this guy on the train. Like, you can see it from a mile away. And well, I understand they, that, like, yeah, they, they have to purpose. do that for the mecha- – yeah, they have to do that for the mechanics of the fo- of the film so that you as a viewer can see that he's pickpocketing this guy. But he does it so badly. And then the second thing is when Bruiser is punching – George Clooney, and they put in this, like, cartoon sound effect of a punch. And then they do it again later when uh, Matt Damon and George Clooney are in the shaft dropping the glow sticks, and it literally goes like... <laughs> so I was like, I've never, yeah, I've never noticed yeah, that. Like, noticed it that. sounds like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a straight up like yeah, like Looney Tunes sound effect. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So. No, for sure. No, that that scene where they introduce Matt Damon with the subway is very weirdly shot and very out of place in the movie. But it's it that was intentional, I think. That was supposed to be like a like an in vogue. This is what I've heard. It's supposed to be like an in vogue joke because Matt Damon apparently had to keep like rescheduling his shoots so he could also uh, do the Born Identity that came out the next year, like early next year. So Steven Soderbergh was just like, "Oh, we gotta we gotta move everything around for for Mr. Action Movie Guy," and so they made that that introductory scene specifically like awkward and like action movie e more so. And I, it just came out weird here in 2019. But like that was the original goal was to just be like, "Oh, he is Matt Damon, Mr. Hotshot." Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you can, it's definitely like a, and here's another big celebrity. Which at at that time he was pretty much nobody. He was the Goodwill hunting guy. Well, I mean, I think that's a pretty good guy to be at that point in 2001. Yeah, I mean, that that was four years prior and it was like, it definitely wasn't like a, like a marquee role. He was also Saving Private Riven. Riven? (laughs) Riven, Saving Private Riven. Yeah, my favorite. Ninety-eight. Did it really? Um, he was. He was yeah. barely wait, um, in that. Maker. Yes, I know he was Private Ryan, but he's barely in that movie. Yeah. Well, wait. Was um Goodwill Hunting like not as um popular, like critically acclaimed or whatever? It was critically. Oh, no, it was critically, critically acclaimed. acclaimed. I, I don't think it was say, successful. Oh, interesting. Cool. 
I can find that out. You got to remember, Matt Damon at this time was not yet in Euro Trip. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. That I didn't know who Euro- Matt. Da- I have no that idea. Euro Trip is movie. <laughs> Is this like awful, awful film about just a bunch of C-list actors driving? Like it's like uh, you remember Bandcamp? Yeah. Oh man. It's like that, but it's like a trip around Europe. Oh, no. For a bunch of C-list. Good Will Hunting made two hundred twenty-five million dollars, so Dang. it did all right. Yeah. Turns yeah. out nineteen ninety-seven. That's a lot yeah, of money. Yeah. Made on ten million dollars. Nice. Was that to rent Harvard? I'm sure that was to rent Robin Williams. <laughs> oh yeah, a hundred percent. Oh, he was man. busy not being the genie at that time. Rest in peace. This is a weird look into the lives of actors. It's a weird way to think of things. <laughs> what, what they were busy oh, not doing. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I just have to share this. So you're talking about the genie. We've all seen Ooh, that's this week. The live action trailer, Will Smith as the genie. So keep that in the back of your mind. The board of of the nonprofit that I work at, the second Aunt Viv from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. She actually lives in Richmond. She's on the board um, at this nonprofit. And um, you know Will Smith is what you just no, told me. No, no, no. <laughs> it's rewind at time. One of our meetings, like we were talking about, so we, I guess we were talking about, I don't know, pop culture or movies or something. And she goes, Well, Will Smith looks horrible in blue, just like under her breath. And I was oh like, my God. Oh my God. That's an exclusive drop. God. Name job. <laughs> Are you excited about the new the new genie, the new Al- Al- Aladdin? Look, Disney needs to get new movies. No, give me more Period. MCU. Give me more Praise. Star Wars. Praise I'm ready be for it. to God. What we I'm need so, new movies. What I'm so mad about is that Tyler's Fortnite can write about the god darn fantastic Fortnite being four. Is it confirmed? They was there it news? was on that it was on that list. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was on that list back, of like baby. what Disney's got coming out for the next twelve years. Uh, is it confirmed? No. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Andrew Garfield was bad as Spider-Man, and look what happened. We got Miles Morales and Tom Holland. Okay. I can't remember the Miles Morales voice actor. Have y'all done um, Spider-Verse yet? No. No, we're not going to. <sighs> Man, that so was a I couldn't, good one. I couldn't see it in theaters. Every time one of the previews came on, I would thought I was going to barf. Oh, really? Yeah, it just it like I, it just made yeah, me nauseous. Uh, I have no idea why. Yeah, I see I see what you mean. Yeah, it was... Um, so it I, definitely haven't, took... I haven't tried to watch it on the small screen yet. But... Yeah, it took a lot of... Get, it took a little bit to get used to because it was so um, like stylized to make it look like a comic book. Yeah. Um and my friend like my friend half like like he came in um like a little bit late, like a couple minutes late, and he was like, Wait, is this a 3D movie and we just don't have our glasses on? And I was like, No. And he was convinced that we were accidentally in a 3D screening. We were yeah. but it was I mean, I I'll admit it was tough to watch. That being said, I would like to own it, but every time I go to oh, buy yeah. it, I'm like, I don't know, fifteen bucks. So oh, yeah, no. I was gonna say we could do it for the like to tent pole uh spider-man whatever it's called far from home but that, oh, yeah, that comes yeah, out like yeah. three days after toy story we could do it after far from home i think there's something else right after that when does um when does far from home come out july 2nd it's a tuesday oh my release. god oh my god tuesday release well the thursday of that week is independence yeah i was gonna say no that came out a while ago yeah <laughs> we could do independence day we talked about it last year. I thought we did. <laughs> no. Oh, I reviewed it. I reviewed it on you Patreon. You reviewed it on Patreon because I made you finally watch it. Yeah. For the hash browns. Hey, by the way, if you're not a patron of Bacon and Eggs, not you, Mary Clay. 
Uh, but you listener, you can go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Check out some of those great reward tiers we got over there for just like three bucks a month. You can talk to Ethan and I whenever you want. I mean, sort of. We have to like be available. But if we're there, whenever you want. That doesn't stop people cool. from adding me ever. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, anyway, so darn that point just just I, I had it. I was ready to go, and then it just nope didn't. Ethan, well, what, I is, a... what is your favorite, Ethan? What is your favorite sequence in the film? My favorite sequence in the film. You know, I tell you, I follow a lot of Twitter accounts that are like one perfect shot, and they'll like show screen caps from movies. And like, listen, I'm with it. There's some great photography that goes into cinematography, but I also, you know, I believe in the camera. And the fact that it's a moving picture. So I'm a big fan of like one perfect GIF. Oh no, you are a jiffer. That's what the no, that's what the one the perfect worst shot's thing, about. Mary Clay, what eyes up, eyes up. The worst thing about me saying GIF is that you care. Okay? I'll say whatever. GIF, GIF, whatever. We got the point across. Don't interrupt the conversation to tell me how to pronounce a word that's not even real. All I'm saying is okay? the G stands for graphic. Okay. <laughs> Favorite okay. sequence. Favorite GIF of the favorite GIF of the film, Ethan. It's it's got a whoa. That's a whole different question than favorite sequence. Yeah, I was gonna say that's true. That's true. Give me. Oh no, my favorite. My favorite. My favorite GIF GIF of the film is the guy getting shot out in front of Caesars. Take my breath. Oh, yeah, that whole yeah. thing. That 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 might yeah. actually be my favorite sequence. I, Ruben explaining those three robberies. I was gonna say that you know all my you know not great thoughts set aside the like very stylized cinematography of this is really good and I, I i can appreciate that and i did specifically write down that sequence of um where they did the three flashbacks yeah you took notes what yeah of course you, i did oh yay. yeah yeah but, but when the dude gets yeah. hit with the the nightstick and it just the frame stops and he's like cause yeah. he was breathing oh, out of I, a hose um, for the next three weeks i legitimately rewound that because i think i was looking down or something and you just hear this metal bar sound yeah and i had to rewind it and be like what the heck happened there really really anytime ruben talks about anything is my favorite parts of this elliot movie. gould on screen is my favorite yeah <laughs> He was Rube. Yeah. The the money. I also, I like uh, Carl Reiner, Saul, getting into character. My name oh. is Lyman Serga. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name? Oh. I love when they're running down the, the different con men they need. A- any of the lists in this movie. Oh. Anytime there's like a list, either when they're going through the people or Ruben's going the... through the thing or Danny's listing off the steps is what's going on. We're going to need the biggest Ella Fitzgerald you've ever seen. Ever. Yeah. Um, I don't under, so <laughs> you're not supposed to that understand part, that. Yeah. That part, I was like, I don't know if it's just like 2019 and this is referencing like other movies that were going popular at the time or something, or if this is just supposed to be nonsense, but I was like, I don't like it. So the, the theory, and this is a theory that's, that's posted a lot between heist movies and, you know, con movies and crime movies in general and, and books and stuff. Is it like every grift, every every crime, every play has a name, and it's like a, it's like a universal language, like a thieves' language. Yeah. So the idea is that like if you tell another thief that you're doing an Ella Fitzgerald or a Squeaky Wheel or a Leon Spinks, like they just know. And I, I don't think that there's like an agreed upon language between different thief universes, but like that's a common idea is that there's this this language among thieves. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Like there's this long uh, in the book American Gods. There's this long sequence where they just list out different like cons and and they each have a name and then an explanations like the bishop's game the fiddle game 
all these other things. And it's like they then oh, explain yeah. what you goes mean, on. You uh, mean the playbook from How I Met Your Mother? Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly like that. That is exactly what th- this is what that's from. Oh, yeah. So, no, you're not supposed to understand what an elephant's Wait tail is. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. What? Let's talk How I Met Your Mother for a oh, second. Oh, God. <laughs> Spe- yeah, I was I was just thinking, like, man, get, are y'all Game of Throners? I am. He's not. Ethan is. Yeah, I'm I'm not, but I know that apparently the You're finale not, never was not guessed. good. Um yeah. The imagine this. Someone who just said that Ocean's Eleven was boring and couldn't keep my attention. I could not watch the first episode of Game of Thrones because I couldn't get past the first opening sequence. It's just someone riding on a horse in the snow for like three minutes. I'm assuming it's Jon Snow or it's, something. It's not. But, it's some random oh, okay. guy that then looks like Matt Damon and dies <laughs> two minutes later. Um, but I'm, listen, uh, I'm with you, Mary. Clay. Anyway, the but show yeah, is yeah, yeah, unwatchable. Yeah, people are talking. Yeah, people are talking about like y'all are just un- incorrect and mean. Bad. I just know. people are talking I'm, about like uh, bad finales and stuff. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, you don't know the pain of watching How I Met Your Mother's final season and have it culminate. I'm sorry. On did you see Dexter? Has anybody Barney? seen Dexter? Scrubs? Oh my god. Oh, look, we, we don't do even- not. We don't talk even talk about, about season nine of Scrubs. Scrubs. Nobody's even talking about it. I literally have not watched it because I'm like, no, I. There is no season nine. The it's only a separate. The only show. good thing season nine of Scrubs did was introduce the world to Dave Franco. Oh, Wait, I do da- like Dave Franco. Dave Fra- is that where he like? That was the started? first time I ever saw him in anything. Oh really? Yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, it's probably not the huh. first thing he was ever in. He's probably in some like Disney Channel original movie. I mean, weren't they all? Yeah. I'm gonna get a DM that's like, oh, excuse me, Dave Franco was in Descendants four. <laughs> Oh my god. Sorry, did either of you have thoughts you wanted to share about How I Met Your Mother on this Ocean's Eleven podcast? I'll tell you about How I Met Your Mother. Barney's character is not funny. Oh, I don't think he's particular. I think especially nowadays, it's okay, just kind of Barney's character has aged very poorly. He's yeah. funnier than Joey Tribbiani. Wait, you think Barney is funnier than Joey Tribbiani? I do, actually. I think How I Met Your Mother is better than Scrubs in, I mean Scrubs, uh, than Friends <laughs> in every way. Oh not, my gosh. better than scrubs i think uh I, I i have to disagree but only on like friends season like one through i don't know like seven because by the time we got to like eight nine and ten it was just like old oh i like the parts where it's like okay ross and rachel are like a real there thing. are entire filler seasons of friends yeah well oh my well, god the point the of the show is yeah, that like ross later... ends up with rachel right if, if that's you if that's what you think the show is about which is what i yeah, think but t- ted ted and robin are such a better ross and rachel than ross Rachel. Wait. Ted and Robin suck. Yeah. They are they are Oh better my god, characters. no. No. Oh, no. Yeah, Ted is the worst. Oh my god. He's the worst and person, ep- but he's a great character. There was this random episode on the other day. It was where Robin Sparkles was Robin Daggers and Dave Coulier had a cameo in it. And he did <laughs> and he did cut it out. And then, you know, narrator Ted is Bob Saget and there and he goes I always thought that was funny, and I lost my dark <laughs> mind. I don't even understand this reference in any way whatsoever. Bob Saget and Dave, Dave Coulier were in Full, were in Full House, House together. I've not watched a single episode of Full House. What? Didn't you ever fall asleep on the couch at 8, 8, 8 p.m. and wake up at 1 a.m. with the TV still on? Yeah, it, that was it was on whatever my dad was watching, whatever, like, Western. <laughs> So there was still another Western on after that. We had a whole channel for Westerns. No, I never watched a single episode of Full House. Wow. I wouldn't start now. (laughs) 
Especially yeah, given, I don't know if that's a show you want to support anymore. <laughs> especially given um, uh, Aunt Becky's latest uh, criminal activity. Is that Lori Laughlin? Yeah, gotcha. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's why everyone on Twitter was like, "Aunt Becky, what?" I don't know if you saw the meme of Michelle holding up like two guns or little Mary Kate or Ashley Olsen. Yeah, she's like I, going I just to break out, that. going to break out Aunt <laughs> Becky out of jail. I was like, "This is a meme I don't get." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, either somebody from Full House did something or, like, this is just the gif that people are using. But, uh, anyway, no, I've never seen a single episode of Full House. So Dave Coulier, whoever that is, being on How I Met Your Mother, I think that probably, when I watched that episode, just went straight over my head. Straight over your head, yeah. Which wouldn't be the first time that I've, like, missed a reference that, that is, like, heavily done from another TV show. Uh, sorry, I'm, like, not to completely derail our derailed conversation i mean i can talk about this i'm looking i'm looking this is why (laughs) this i'm gonna uh, avoid the spongebob reference with (laughs) i could i could roast another wendy's whatever you want my heart (laughs) um this is why i take notes because i forget crap um so the reason i didn't like it is because i felt no so i wrote down i'm 30 minutes in and i'm very bored i get that they need to set everything up but so far there hasn't been any play on any kind of emotion i have no sense of urgency curiosity uh wonder anticipation none of that like there were no stakes for several like it wasn't until i don't know like an hour not there were like no stakes basically well it's not about meat (laughs) I don't think she's talking about that kind of steaks. <laughs> Believe it or not. Uh, We're not just grinding cows for energy here. <laughs> that was my line. I know. Uh, I Listen, <laughs> it has never occurred to me that this movie needed steaks. <laughs> it's just about pulling off the perfect heist and getting away with it. Yeah, this is just a like, wild problem to me. And I can definitely see where you're coming from now. Right, like I totally get it. But like... <laughs> It's never occurred to me that, like, what did they lose? Like, they were never going to lose. They're the best I of think the best. That's the, I think that's the problem she's saying, is that they were never going to lose. There was never a chance they wouldn't pull yeah, it off. Yeah, like, I... Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, the movie started, you, I was I like, am... obviously, they're they're going to get it. And that leaves right. no sense of, like, of um suspense or, or anything. I guess... I guess I'm more interested in watching this in how they do it because I couldn't rob a Las Vegas casino. Even in 2000, if I had 2019 techno, if I had an iPhone, I still couldn't rob a casino in 2001. I don't think any of us could rob anything with an iPhone. <laughs> oh, they're you li- could do some crazy stuff they're with an li- they're iPhone listen- you know, I mean, I'm, I say this as I'm recording on my iPhone. They are listening to us right now and you're, we're going to get knocks on our doors they're always listening like (laughs) my my google ads will like change mid episode sometimes i'll go to search something else and it'll just be like hey here's that an ad for that thing you were talking about five minutes ago oh youtube messed me up the other day they gave me the survey and they were like which of these movies have you heard of i was like (laughs) you're asking the wrong person i've heard of all of them the other day i got um an ad for dave and buster's immediately after I started talking about how crap Dave and Buster's is. <laughs> is Dave and Buster's we have, crap? Um, I've never been. And um, uh, I live in Richmond, for those of you that don't know, and Richmond is known is for everyone? its very hipster millennial bars where we take common activities and put drinking with it. So like the and we circuit, have, yeah. Yeah, so we have, a, we have something called, we, uh, I call it the barcade. Um, yeah. And it's amazing and it's just an yes. arcade with drinking and it's like great the and it's so much better than um 
than Dave and Buster's. And I was telling you someone know, Dave this. and Buster's is also an arcade with drinking, right? But no, no, no. the Dave and Buster's. <laughs> yeah, but I would much rather go so to the circuit. So expensive. It's like you have to pay like is twenty dollars to play. You get like. 20 tokens for $20 or, or no, 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 I don't know. Me, you have to pay a you. lot of money to get very little tokens at Dave and Buster's. And then each game to play like one play, you have to play like, you have to use like six tokens. And then at oh the circuit, you get like 20 tokens you to pour your own beer for $5. You get, yeah, this episode is <laughs> being sponsored by, sponsored by the circuit in the, <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. busted out warehouse <laughs> district in Richmond. It's called and Scott's if you find Edition. Us there, you I will much. totally play you in Guitar Hero. Oh my gosh. Um, Guitar Hero was never available there because uh Listen, last I was at the circuit, <laughs> I got to the Guitar Hero machine and I I used to be able to like expert Guitar Hero. Like I shut play Sweet Child of Mine on expert, okay? I was very good at the game. I'm talking like five gold stars, okay? <laughs> drunk Tide <laughs> is not nearly as good at Guitar Hero. We were like we were like wedding oh, drunk too. Like oh, like oh. like God, you bad. should see me doing skee ball there. It's disastrous. That's what we couldn't do was <laughs> skee ball. Every skee ball machine was taken oh, up yeah. by some oh, like seventeen um, year old kid. Do not mess with the DDR people there. The Dance Dance Revolution people there. Oh my! Don't they, mess with the DDR people anywhere. anywhere. They literally will stay there for hours with like they'll bring like towels to wipe their sweat off, and they'll oh, just because yeah, like you. <laughs> I feel like if you're a DDR person, there's like a there's like an unspoken rule that you don't buy the whole machine for your house. That you have to do it in public. <laughs> like, how much could it possibly cost that this like passion of yours can't be done in your own home? Oh my god! To be out. fair, it's a giant machine. Well, okay, um, I definitely had a. It's only seven thousand dollars. Okay, well, hang on. I had a DDR mat. For my Xbox growing up and like the video game and you plugged the mat into the Xbox and it worked just fine. I also had that. Yeah, but, but it wasn't one of the, the like, like, it wasn't one of the, the arcade experience. machines. <laughs> you want one of the ones with the bar. The bar costs $7,000. Yeah, Konami Dance itself. Dance Revolution Extreme pre-played from monkeysarcades.com is $6,787. Free shipping though. Oh my God. <laughs> You can spend more Which than that. Which I would, I would love. <laughs> I would grand. buy this just for the experience of having a FedEx guy drop it off at my house. <laughs> like, I, man, I want to know. Is this you take you take oh. off work that entire week to just to watch it be delivered? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, what is thirteen thousand nine hundred fourteen times four? Because that's how many quarters you need to pay for the Pump It Up LX <laughs> machine. <laughs> Like, buy the play. Oh my gosh. I don't feel like you ever get this thing paid for. No, that's why they don't buy DDR machines for their own homes. Right. It'll take you a lot of, it'll take you a lot of games, 25 cents at a time, to rack up $6,787. Like, I, I, I got my money out of this. I played it 24,000 times. I feel like I feel I mean, like by that point, you have to have memorized the songs. Every the, song. Like, every step. Like, yeah, but then you try to play drunk at the barcade and all of a sudden you're terrible at it oh, in front of everybody. Man. You've just been bragging for the last three hours. Like, guys, I'm telling you, I'm really good at Guitar Hero. Like, it was an, it was an embarrassing like moment flex. for Tyler. <laughs> it's a weird flex, but this is something I'm actually good at. I was like at. embarrassed to be around him. <laughs> you just suck at it. Um. Oh, that's uh. that's me, like, whenever I play Flip Cup. <laughs> 
Oh, dude. Any drinking game. I'm like, I guys, pong, I'm I w- so good at this. That's why and I keep not my even fucking drunk. mouth shut about beer pong. <laughs> there was like, Tyler, you want, you want the next game? Not at all. I'm so bad at this. No, like I'm halfway decent at beer pong, but I will never tell anybody that. Because then I'll have a bad game. If I can if I can keep my mouth oh, shut yeah. and, and and step up and just jam it, then we're good. And if I fail, then whatever. But I didn't like put my my reputation on the line. Like, oh man, I how many cups I slay at beer pong? How many cups are you okay to lose by? I think if you lose by three cups, you're good. Okay, there's six cups. If you nail three of them, wait six. You're out clear. There's yeah six. I was thinking yeah. I was thinking bowling. I was like, that's can you ten. do math? <laughs> This is like the third time tonight we've run into a math problem. Oh my. <laughs> so, How many men are in Ocean's group? <laughs> well, I mean, y'all saw my math fail today on Twitter with the icing to you cake like, ratio. Like the tweet was like, if you have as much icing as you do cake, that's a, that's a, that's a crime. It needs to be one to one. one. And I was <laughs> like, that's as much icing as cake. <laughs> I think I was thinking, like, when you take a bite of a cupcake or a cake, the ratio should be one to one at the at least or one or two to one. I don't think that's correct. I but think when that it that's turns exactly out to be not what you were saying. It turns out to be when you take a bite on a cupcake, it's like a five to one icing cake ratio because you get zero of the, cake. Of the total height of the cupcake, yeah. the icing should only make up a third I will of tell it. you this, guys. I will tell you, on yeah. here on God's Green Earth, Year of Our Lord Agreed. 2019, I have never bit all the way to the bottom of a cupcake. Never yeah, once in my life have I, have I too tall. unhinged my jaw and been like, I can get the entire <laughs> cupcake in my mouth at one time. Darn. This icing. Like, freaking, No, I'm um, biting like the, I'm biting it down i'm like i'm going to the top and then i have i have a circle of cake left at the bottom well um and then now i feel i feel like i'm getting dragged on twitter i mean not really because everyone's still i'm still getting notifications of people liking your reply to that tweet saying you realize that a one-to-one ratio and i no one is no one is seeing my reply to that saying like oh yeah yeah true my bad i think i just did that to sound less for not deleting the tweet altogether i'll be honest if i made that mistake i would be oh my god deleting i contemplated it well and then i like quote tweeted it and was like okay i recognize my mistake here's here's the update cake to icing ratio should be two to one at least maybe even three to one my favorite thing in the world is to quote retweet mary clay watt tweets and just say like god i hate that because you know what happens every darn time y'all get more favorites or whatever and activity and comments and retweets on your freaking quote tweets that say lol this, than my original <laughs> tweet this is your penance for taking six months to follow I me back will tweet something funny you one of you will retweet it or quote tweet it with like same lol <laughs> and then that will get more retweets or favorites than my joke. I I'm done. I felt so bad. I did that to Bell Tunstall earlier today. <laughs> I also did that to Bell Tunstall earlier. Today. I re- yeah. I retweeted it. Got like like nine likes within the first five seconds. And her tweet had zero, and I was like, oh, I didn't even like it. Exactly. Here's the thing, Mary Clay. I don't listen. I, I want to flex. <laughs> you don't listen. I'm pretty. I don't want to. I'm pretty good at Guitar Hero. 
And because of my Guitar Hero skills, I think it's reasonable that I would get more likes and replies and stuff on Twitter as I do have oh. like 6,600 more followers. Exactly. Yeah, I 100% recognize that. And that's why. 100%. It's because but, it's but because you're I tweet here, nonsense. You're here so that people can go on Twitter and follow at mcwatt four one six. Yes, please. Is that and, your birthday? And do not favorite the tweet. Do not favorite <laughs> Tyler's reply to my tweet about the cupcakes. Do not, because currently but, twelve people have liked it. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you the the metrics behind it. The social media be in my brain behind it is I know. Yes, please. That if please I reply explain to it, this to a social media manager. I will. If I reply to it and people like it, and I don't like your tweet, that means that all of those people get notifications every time I tweet. That's what I want to know. That's the metric I'm trying to gather. Well, it's so Twitter is now. You know, it'll put something in your feed if someone you follow likes something now. Right. So yeah, I just and that's reply. How I swear to God, did one of you just favor <laughs> Ethan? I like yours. Oh God, thank you. Not his. I just got a like. I just saw. I just saw media. Ethan at <laughs> liked your tweet, and I was like, God, not me. Okay. So anyway, Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven. 11. <laughs> no cupcake scene. Okay. Talking. To, I will say, Although, talking about there was your weird eating. flex. Oh yeah. Apparently, I read some trivia thing where um, Brad Pitt and um, Matt Damon are waiting by the stairs for Tess to walk down. They had to do that take so many times. Brad Pitt ate like a plethora of shrimp because he was eating it. He's all, Rusty's always scene. eating. Yeah. At the start of every scene, Rusty eats. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot imagine. I wonder how much weight he gained on this movie. Yeah, I guess, apparently Brad Pitt's one of those guys, too, where he doesn't do, like, spit takes. He just eats the whole thing. Oh, my he God. He just continues yeah. to eat the shrimp. Which I would, too. I mean, it's shrimp. I'd be like, oh, darn, gotta eat another shrimp. But 40? Real shame here. I don't think it was 40. That's what I couldn't it, eat 40. Was, I mean, was according the to the internet, which is never wrong. The internet. I mean, you, yeah. you know Steven Soderbergh's on IMDb trivia. Like, man, let me tell these mother what's going on with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like, can oh. you just imagine having to eat shrimp all day? Yeah, I guess that sounds. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> one every ten to... minutes. I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking like that's just, like of all the foods that's got to get like tiring or sickening after a while, like a long day on a set. Would. Yeah, I feel like eventually I'd be like, this has been a lot. There's a lot of oh, shrimp. What's this, shrimp. What's the sauce you put on shrimp? Cocktail sauce. What's it called? Cocktail sauce. No, cocktail sauce is another name. It's it's cocktail it's, sauce. Hang on. Thing you put on shrimp sauce you put on shrimp. <laughs> <I was> gonna... <laughs> Thanks, Google. I was giving you ever... I was giving <laughs> You ever seen the meme that's like what do hedgehogs eat? And Google says food. <laughs> All I'm getting are recipes for uh Sticky honey garlic butter shrimp. That sounds good. That does sound Anywho. good. Anywho. I swear it's... No, it's cocktail it's sauce. Cocktail it's cocktail sauce. put on shrimp. <laughs> sauce. Look, here. Hang on. You send you a picture. If Skype will work. <laughs> <laughs> Skype is not the best program in the world. Of course it didn't just co copy that. Why would it do that? Yeah. Cocktail sauce, what? my guy. Is that... Is oh, that's a broken picture. It just... It, it, it deleted I'm... all of the white. You do not eat... <laughs> 
You do not eat Heinz cocktail sauce, what? did you? Why does that? That literally looks like clip art from like Word so two thousand one. It, it's a picture, but like Skype deleted all of the white from the picture. Oh, it was a. It was probably a PNG with a transparent background. Yeah, probably. But it also deleted there, the white from the logo. Smart. There, I, ju- <laughs> I just sounded smart to make up for my. No, no, no I'm, I'm with you. Ratios. That's definitely what happened. But like. Anyway, cocktail sauce. Yeah, it's is cocktail it? sauce. It's the. There's no other name for it. No. That is messing with my brain. It's what All shrimp right. cocktail goes in. How many condiments do you think there are? <laughs> what a question. <laughs> Quick, well, what's I mean, your least favorite com- condiment? Mine's mayonnaise. Because at Chick-fil-A, there's a million. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, hold on. How many, co- how many condiments do you think there are? Give me an honest answer. I don't know. 12. 492. Well, it depends on how you're defining what a condiment is. How many is. condiments are there? <laughs> like just just this list I pulled off of uh Are you on wikipedia.com slash list of condiments? If you listen <laughs> to um Hank Green's podcast, delete this. He in the past couple weeks he's argued that baked beans is a sauce. I could see that. <laughs> I'm so it just it. depends on what you define is a condiment. This list has 115, okay? Oh my god, speaking <gasps> of sauces, you guys. I went to Dairy Queen for dinner, which Why? is like a, what an American problem. I went to Dairy Queen for dinner and I ordered a six-piece tendy. They gave me four, rude. And did you know, what do you think comes in a box when you get a four-piece tenders from uh, Dairy Queen? Honey mustard. <laughs> Ranch. What if I told you it was neither of those, but Texas toast, fries, and sausage gravy? Sausage gravy, okay. What? <laughs> Sausage gravy with the freaking chicken tendies at 7 p.m. from Dairy Queen. At see, this is what you get for eating food from Dairy Queen, though. Like this is <laughs> I'm so this mad. Is the, hey, what's um what's y'all's demographic like geographically? Because if there are people not in the south, oh, we are listening the, we to are this. a we are a sausage gravy town. Yeah, like oh, no, she's like, asking listeners. Oh, oh she's yeah, asking uh, yeah, listeners. Like, yes, yeah, this podcast thing know. that we're doing. Women ages 18 to 24, mostly. Also, all of you men out there. <laughs> <laughs> Hope I'm not hurting your masculinity. You don't this know, like, ladies. you don't know geographically. Which I mentioned only so the babies oh, out there where? know how cool they are for listening. They're in Virginia, California, y- Utah, York, Texas, Florida, Utah. And the United okay. Kingdom. And the United they, Kingdom. They, they, they've been and listening long enough that they know Man, those, like, is. two people in the UK and Australia are like, what the heck is gravy sauce? It's thousands of people in the UK and Australia, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not to flex, but just to flex. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of flex. Also, hi, Jess. Sorry. I just wanted to say hello to our Australian friends. Oh, cool. Good, good morning. Sorry. I did not mean to to insult insult you. I just just you tweet, at, tweet at me, me if you know what gravy uh, gravy sauce is. What sausage, sausage gravy is. Sausage gravy. Yeah, sausage gravy is. I've gotten some hella good brunches in Richmond, Virginia that involve sausage gravy. Go oh, on. yeah. You mean at, this is... Like, non-Richmond people are going to be like, why do you live there? Did you get it at Brunch, our new restaurant, which is literally called Brunch? I haven't been to Richmond since Hunter's Wedding. So if that was open at Hunter's Wedding. I will be in Richmond on Saturday. 
I would like to be. I was driving through Richmond on Saturday. We have Friday like night. a literal brunch place called Brunch because they want us. Okay. How are you going to be in Richmond on Saturday? Aren't you watching my dogs this weekend? Yeah, I'm going to be gone for like seven hours. Is that this weekend you're watching my dogs? Is Memorial Day? Yeah, this Memorial Day is this <laughs> yeah, weekend. Is. And you still need to tell me if I'm supposed to stay at your house or not. You are staying at my okay, house. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be gone you're for like. I'm going to be gone for like seven hours and, and Kate's going to look after your pups. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I'm uh, getting paid to, to f- photograph a show. Ooh. Make it that money. Yeah. Okay, I got, here I got okay. a burger with sausage gravy on it one time in Richmond from Burger Bach in Carytown. That place is dope. It's pronounced Carytown? Burger Batch. Is it really? Because nobody said that. Actually, I have no idea. Yeah, okay. So I walked in and they didn't even look heard... at me. They were just like, yeah. what kind <laughs> of beer do you know, want? Some Richmond restaurant. I'm sure. Um, my brother and his girlfriend gave me a gift card there for my birthday last year and I have not used it. You should go. It's dope. You should go this weekend. You should oh, go no, sausage I've gone, gravy burger. But my thing about Richmond is that they unnecessarily just do extra things to food that I don't want them to. Like, I'm like, I just what want a nice say? quality burger. I don't need avocado aioli on it. If you were to go to a burger So we have, we have a few standard items on the menu in Roanoke. If you were to go to an American restaurant in Richmond, what staples are on the menu? Like, every restaurant has this, and you wouldn't think it was like every Vegan American food. restaurant has this. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, a lot of... A lot of Restaurants now have some kind of vegan like option. Impossible or they always burgers. denote they all they always denote like gluten free, vegan, etc. I don't know. What else is It's like in Roanoke, every restaurant has a burger with an egg on it. Yeah, it makes it, yeah, I think here it's mostly just um avocado. Avocado <laughs> toast. Probably yeah, like avocados <coughs> on everything. Or um or I don't know, like every single like coffee shop now has like smoothie bowls. Not like Starbucks or anything, but like our hipstery coffee shops and stuff. I stan a good cup of Carlin Brothers coffee. <laughs> what a great but I, I actually do. I stand this I've movie. I'm craving a real cup of coffee. I also stand this movie. I will say I love this movie. I've always loved this movie. I'll die loving this movie. Because you know what? It, it kind of is a guy movie. A hundred percent. What's wild I, though is because we said we were going to review this, and our the girls in our Discord were like, "Yes, I love that movie." Oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, ladies. I'm so sorry, gentlemen. No, you raised valid points. Okay, like I'm sorry to all of you, but I just do not enjoy this movie. I think it's. I think I might have just like gone into it with like really intense expectations because it has this huge you know reputation of being an awesome movie right. and so I was like oh man it's gonna blow me away and then it was way more and so I won't say boring or anything but it was definitely a lot more um like subdued right. so how do you feel about right. how do you feel about like you Gilmore Girls <laughs> <laughs> genuinely I know where he's going with this oh uh, I love Gilmore Girls okay because it's like great. There's a lot of people that love Gilmore Girls. There's also a lot of people that don't like Gilmore Girls. And their chief yeah. complaint is that, like, nothing happens in every episode. All they do is talk. Yeah, yeah. And that's sort of I the understand. same way dialogue this movie is. Dialogue in Gilmore Girls yeah. never ends. Like, yeah. This is a masterpiece of dialogue, but it's not necessarily a masterpiece of, like, action movie. But you, you can't, I mean, you might go into it expecting an action movie, but if you if you were looking to get an action movie out of it, I can definitely see where you would have Yeah, I think complaints. that's, I, I think that's why. I, I thought it was going to be, like, really action-packed and exciting and intense, and then it was just a lot more uh, like laid back and a lot more simplistic than i thought it was gonna be it's cool so it's very cool i think it tried too hard to be cool here, here i think they made me. it knowing oh, disagreed we're gonna be cool 
In 2001, there was nobody cooler than George Clooney and Brad Pitt in freaking Ocean's Eleven. But what scares the crap out of me is how much George Clooney and Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven are similar to like John Hamm and Mad Men, where he's just a reprehensible human being. But you watch it and you're like, meh, we just brought the times. But like 2001 was 18 years ago, right? That's not that long. George Clooney's still handsome. Uh, that was literally the first thing I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down Darn. George Clooney can still get it. George Clooney, yeah, George Clooney, like, we said oh, this about man. a lot of people, but George Clooney has not aged <laughs> since Ocean's Eleven. He, oh, no, no, no. I, I disagree. He definitely has aged, but he has aged like fine wine. But, like, he went, he went gray when he was, like, 30 and just, like, never really stopped yeah, yeah, from yeah, there. I guess, I guess. I guess. Oh, it's a little salt and pepper. Oh. The what uh something that y'all failed to mention in your uh in-game episode is how Paul Rudd has not aged. Yo, have you seen Paul Rudd in like the last two weeks though? Because Paul Rudd has aged since Endgame came out. I think that Endgame sucked all the life force out of him. Oh no. Because I saw him I mean, the other day. Sense. I saw him the other day he had like these big dark circles around his eyes. And he looked older maybe and I was like he's, I was like, Paul Rudd, what happened? Maybe he's pulling a Hugh Jackman a la Les Miserables and it's getting really method for a role. Are you telling me we're going to get Les Miserables too? <laughs> with with the actual Paul Rudd. French Revolution. With Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. I'm not saying As Paul that. Val Paul. I'm not saying that, but now that you've said it, I want it. I've spoken it. And I feel like Paul Rudd would not. I'm sorry. You know what this I is George Clooney from the year of our Lord 2018. <clears throat> okay. This man's Whoa. has barely aged. Oh man, God, he's, he's so hot. Brad Pitt, on the other hand, has definitely. <laughs> he's aged. very good. Oh yeah. Here's the thing. I do not like. I do not think Brad Pitt is a attra- like. He's attractive, but he's not like. He's not. I don't know. Have you seen? He's, not hot. he's like Club. David Beckham, but pretty. Oh my god. Okay. Have y'all? <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to cut this out if you ever do this. But I came up with. I literally wrote this down. Your April Fool's joke for next year should be you review Fight Club and you do a whole intro and everything and then you just say the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club and then you just end the episode and then you post that and that's it. (laughs) And you just do nothing else and you just post I'm totally down for that. That's an excellent idea. Yeah. So. It's April 1st on a Thursday. You know, it doesn't even matter. But are you really saying, yeah, we just released the episode whenever. Are you really saying that like... Brad Pitt from Fight Club is not attractive? No, I think he's attractive, but, like, people... He used to be this, like... Like, if you go back and watch any, like, teen movie from, like, early 2000s, 2000s, um, he's, like, this, like, culmination of... He, he was this, like, pop culture reference and all these things for, like, a really hot actor. Yeah. Oh, no, Brad Pitt drops off immediately after Ocean's Eleven. Because after Ocean's Eleven, he got that buzz cut. And like we do not... Cut, no, Brad. but Brad Pitt with a buzz cut movies from the mid-2000s were bad. I maintain my stance on Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I, honest to God, cannot even remember any other movie that Brad Pitt is in besides... Fury. Fight Club. No, Fury was when Brad Pitt brought back the undercut. Changed the game for all of us. Man. Brad Pitt Fury was, was like, also not pretty just recently. soccer players anymore. We were still watching movies at Chris's parents' house when Fury. Yeah, we were in college out. though. Yeah, really. I think that was the last movie we watched at Chris's parents' house. Brad Pitt and Fury is a work of art. <coughs> Look at this haircut. That's mm. that that Grindelwald. That looks pretty good. Pre Grindelwald. That's good. Oh, don't even mention that name here. <laughs> no, I'm talking about I'm talking about Ugh. the Colin Farrell character from. Yeah, no, 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 I got gotcha. you. Uh, with, with the hair. Yeah. So, what, what, is, is, is there anything you did like about this movie, MCW? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like I said, I can't like I appreciate I am able to appreciate the like cinematography, the really stylized shot and move and shots and movements are are really cool. And I I, I, I like that, that there is that unique aspect to it. Um, I, I will say those there were definitely several moments at the end of the heist where like things are like coming together that I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you really got me there. Um, so like when they were driving the van and they were being chased and then you found out that it was the remote control van, that one got me. I was like, okay, is, have you, have you seen that, that, that gif of the guy going like, okay, yeah, I'll admit it. You got me there. (laughs) That was, that was me then. I'm not gonna Um, lie, they had us in the first half. (laughs) Yeah, that one. Um... Sorry, I'm trying to open up my notes, but my oh. phone is. But no, that, and that is part finger. of what I like about these movies because there's a lot of these like heist movies and like the twisty movies where where people cough cough, namely my girlfriend, are like, oh yeah, I could I could totally I totally know what's gonna happen. I could totally guess what's gonna happen. I know I know yeah. what's coming. And like this movie, you you just don't. It's like it's not. Yeah, particularly I definitely. Gettable. Yeah, I definitely did not know what was going on. Oh, the uh, another one that like uh, was the pre-recorded tape that they were playing of the surveillance. Of the vault being robbed, I was like, okay, that was that was good. Um, oh, that has become such a trope in movies now, though, and I hate it. And then um, also when Julia Roberts is watching the TV and he's like, if I can get all your money back, will you leave... What's her name? Tess. Tess. And he goes, yeah. Or, and there was a moment where I was like, oh, my God, are you seriously trying to trade your girlfriend for this money? And that's why you got all this money. And then I, as soon as he said yes, I was like, oh, he's trying to prove to her that he is a uh, sure. piece, of pers- piece of human being. And the thing about it is, too, is he gets all his money back from the insurance. Oh, God. Somehow I... <laughs> I think I, am I screen sharing with you guys? No. Okay, sorry. I accidentally clicked the screen share button. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um Skype is a bonkers program. Oh my god. Anyway, um, yeah, I was like, oh, this is bad. And then the second the second he said yes, I was like, oh, okay. He's just trying to show her what a kind of human being he is. And well, and it's a gamble, you know, and it's I a get poker that. movie. Because if because if Terry was like, no, absolutely not, then you know, then Danny looks awful. Yeah, and right, the whole but then thing it's is still a movie that was never going to happen. Right, <laughs> that would have been a bonkers <laughs> twist if he was just like, no, what? I have insurance. I love <laughs> the her. End. Right, um, and he was just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so like, I I appreciate. I I I wrote down that all of those moments were really good. But not good enough to make up for a hundred minutes of nothing. Brutal. You even wrote like a little quip. <laughs> Literally, like the first moment where I oh, and then also when um Yen was in the vault and the briefcase is on top of the thing and it slips and it and he catches it right before it hits the laser. That was the first moment in this entire movie where I felt like some kind of like suspense or like nervousness or anticipation of him watching him in the vault and like almost fall or almost get blown up or whatever. That, that gets me as well as Linus almost getting caught walking out after uh, tapping the computer systems. No, not Linus Livingston. Oh, 
yeah, yeah, Livingston. Livingston. Yeah, yeah, when the guy's yeah. walking up to him with the TV, even I watch that yeah, every that time one. now, and I'm like, oh god, oh god, this is it. This is how they lose. Yeah, but you're right. It's definitely it doesn't build much suspense. It's more of like, oh look, oh yeah, it definitely yeah, that's how they do it. Yeah, it's definitely more of this is a cool plan. Now watch it happen with these cool right. guys. Right, and it's it's a movie you can rewatch. I don't, I'm not saying you have to, but it's a movie you can rewatch because then like you go through and you can catch. You know, it, it leads you to catch stuff you didn't catch the first time. Like you can hear Rusty and Livingston doing the the 911 calls and and Rusty but being but the doctor. Never, yeah, and like you never figured yeah. you never figured out ahead of time. No. Oh, that was another one that almost had me going. Was when um I think it was Saul when he like fakes the heart attack. I legitimately thought he was like I don't know collapsing or something because he I think they open his character up with his like he says like oh my doctor says i need vitamin d and so i'm like oh my god he has like some kind of like heart defect he's got ulcers and it's and it's gonna throw this entire plan off um there was there was a a report and i don't know if this is true i've never followed up on like hearing this but when i first saw this movie there was some comment that the actor who played saul like actually had a heart attack around the time of this filming and it confused the crap out of me watching this movie thinking like oh my god they just like left it in oh my god obviously they didn't like it was obviously fake but (laughs) i mean but like like, can you imagine like couldn't figure out like why is he even doing this in the first place but yeah yeah, i I liked that um I like that Brad Pitt came in as the doctor. That was good. Um, oh, I wrote down, this movie is just full of weird flex, but okay moods. Well, that was before weird flex, but okay. Or mood. For that like, matter. It was just, or mood. It was just, a lo- it was just a lot of like them doing impressive things almost as if to just show off and just be, or honestly, honestly, the whole heist itself is like doing this whole heist for um, Julia Roberts because was like can. a weird flex, well, yeah, but okay. For, for Danny, they're doing he's doing it for Julia Roberts. For the other ten of them, yeah. they're doing it because they oh, can. Yeah, and because yeah, because they want money, and then um, because they want money because so, no one's ever done it. And then just side note on on this whole romantic like kerfuffle of a romantic plot line, um. I would never, like, you should never in a million years go back to someone who literally robbed a bank for you. That's not romantic. <laughs> like, all of these, like... They're bad guys. Like, <laughs> it's not romantic. It, it's, it's, okay, let's see. What did I write? I'll be back. But she was, wrote, a, but she was a criminal too, though. That's it's, the thing. She had to leave New York. Honestly, like, like this should have just been, it should have been raising a million red flags. You should never go back to someone who is literally throwing a heist for you, who is in jail. Because Also, the reason he was, he says he was in jail or whatever, he got caught is because his wife, bless you, is because his wife left him. Um, that is a huge like red flag and and like who's to say that's almost like um holding this relationship hostage being like well if you leave me i will go on another no, robbing spree and go back but he to didn't jail. get caught because that was a lie for the parole board oh was it yeah because later on he talks about that time he went back for cig- or went out for cigarettes and never came back okay yeah no so that was a lie for the parole board because he had to give them a reason to let to make them Which think also- that he wasn't going to go back to it because he, he straight up says he's he's like he said yeah Do you he think says you my would wife return to this and she's like well, he's again. like well i don't yeah. think she's going to leave me again okay i also um i wrote down how did he get released he didn't exactly give very promising answers <laughs> 
Like, how did he get... I know for the sake of plot, because the plot says he has to be released from prison at the very start, but, like, he is not giving very promising answers. Like, Morgan Freeman in Shawshank Redemption was giving better answers. Oh, yeah, and Morgan Freeman get gets denied. Well, Morgan Freeman got denied Shawshank because he's black, but... Yeah. That's a whole different... Uh, that's <laughs> oh, a whole yeah. different story. Oh, but yeah, no, he definitely... Oh, my gosh. He definitely isn't, like... But he's... he's that, that's to set you up that he's the con man. He's charming. He's yeah. the grifter. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's the, the guy that does the long con. Yeah. Even yeah. on the parole board. Yeah, I basically just wrote down, Julia, you can you can do better. Because I think she can. Yeah, but she is heavily involved in the next one. Oh, she is? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's one of the, she's part of the team. Oh, yeah, you guys said, yeah. Yeah. I, I also wrote down, <laughs> at some, like, immediately after she was introduced, um, I put down, I know it won't happen, but I hope Tess secretly acts on her own in the background and swoops in and takes all the money. That would be amazing. Um, that would I think I think that would have been cool if they revealed that somehow like she was secretly involved with this whole heist too. But apparently that happens was. in Tess. She wasn't involved. Tess sees Rusty. Tess knows Rusty stole. Well, yeah, yeah, she does. She knows that, the, but she doesn't put that together until after the fact that he. She sees it. Yeah, but she could have been like, "Oh, Terry." Yeah, look, she definitely it's, doesn't uh, turn Rusty in. I know all of these guys. Yeah, she doesn't turn them in. But I think it would have been cool if I don't know somehow they revealed that he she was like um I don't know more in on it or playing her own part, but. I think I think they would have, but I think the genius of her character is that by like their part of the play is gambling her emotions. That's cool <laughs> and fun for the only female. <laughs> I mean, no, it's no, not it cool. Is, or it is not aged. But it does they not are bad guys. Yeah. No, yeah, I get it. <laughs> they <Yeah>. are criminals. <laughs> right? Like they are robbing a casino. For 160 yeah. million dollars but it's like a robin hood thing right but it's not like a mr beast thing where they rob the casino and then they buy a grocery store and give it to the homeless <laughs> what? They, they, you know, they... what is mr beast <laughs> how does it happen they, they what were... are you not familiar with mr are, beast you mr beast on you what mr beast this week bought a grocery store and gave it to the needy so, what, what is this? It does, it, Mr. Beast is a YouTuber, and he went into a grocery store and bought he, yeah, every single he bought item. Every, every, and sorry, gave every non-perishable item. He spent what? he spent $80,000 at a grocery store. Good for him. Yeah. And he does he, stuff like, like this all like the time. three times a his week. His first brand deal was... I have no... His first I, brand deal was for $5,000, and he called them and he said, if you make it $10,000, I'll give it away. And they did it, and he did. Wow. And that was the video. That was the video. Like, this video is brought to you by Squarespace. <laughs> Here's the $10,000 they gave me. And then he gives it to a guy on a street corner. This is the first time hearing of this person. Oh, yeah. He's, oh he's like, God. he's Mr. like, got like 18 million best. subs on YouTube right now. He's blowing up. Wow. He's just this guy named Jimmy who like wow, cool. has no business nice. being a, like a YouTube star. He's not funny. He's not interesting. He's just like yeah. nice. the nicest yeah, human. He just like nice. gave $100,000 to a homeless guy. That's awesome. A couple weeks ago. Nice. Nice. So yeah, look at look at it's wild. It makes no sense. And then meanwhile, and then meanwhile, we have this James Charles nonsense going on too. Oh, I know. I don't even want to talk about James <laughs> Charles. I, I can't keep up with YouTube. I don't even want to talk about it. All I know is Carlin Brothers Coffee. <laughs> Super Carlin Brothers have decided to make coffee. You stay up all night watching Carlin Brothers videos. Well, when you run out, here's some cold. I know brew. that it's scary when you look at a YouTube drama and the only person making sense is PewDiePie, right? <laughs> Who's like Wait. weighing in on the whole thing and being like, actually, he was weighing in on this. PewDiePie? Oh, God. 
God. Oh, God. He make, he's been making videos about the whole James Charles thing every time a new video from somebody comes out. And he's just like, hey, guys, I don't think there's any reason we should be canceling all these people because they're fighting between themselves. And I'm like, why are you the only one making safe? A plus PewDiePie impression, by the way. Good job. Well done. Um, man. So, okay. So I'm like a, I'm a big fan of Jenna Marbles lately because she just does absolute nonsense on her channel, but it's hilarious. I don't think I've watched a Jenna Marbles video in eight years. Like, well, I mean, I was, she doesn't do like skit stuff anymore. She literally just does whatever she wants to do that she thinks will be fun. So like one time she painted herself complete, she covered herself completely in green screen stuff and green screened her mouth into just random stuff on then like onto like Guy Fieri's like face and like her own dog's face <laughs> she <laughs> for her uh for like her Halloween costume she wanted to be a toothbrush so she made a toothbrush costume <laughs> like she just does like the girls she, lost her marbles she <laughs> she honestly just does stuff that she wants to do just because and anyway, and so she, the week that all this James Charles crap drama is going on is the one week, like she had been saying for weeks, like, okay, we're going, like, we're going on vacation soon. We never take a week off, but like, we feel like we deserve it. And she was like, please don't be mad at us. And everyone's like, no, like you deserve a vacation. Cool. Go. Whatever, and so fun. the week she go, they go on vacation and she's away from the internet is the week all this James, Char James Charles crap drops. And then she comes back and her first video opens with the, opens with her walking in with a fire extinguisher. And she goes, I left for one week. <laughs> Safety glasses <laughs> off, mother Fortnite. Yeah, and then she goes into a 17-minute video of Bill her. Nye? Of yeah, that was a Bill Nye him. quote. God. That oh, video man. makes me so happy. What of him? Oh, the climate change one. Yeah. The Earth is on Fortnite. Fire. Earth is on yeah. Fortnite. Fire. <laughs> Safety goggles off. It's like I, I know that I shouldn't laugh at somebody swearing, but like it's Bill Nye. It's so shocking to see that. Man, it's did just... you cringe a little when 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 he was like, "And I've got Bill Nye." I was like, "Oh God!" No, usually I so only good. saw the the Bill Nye part. I don't even know what it's from. Oh, it's from last week tonight. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Is that John Oliver's yeah. show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what it's from. I've been binging John Oliver. You know who's anyway. great is Pete Davidson. He's hilarious. From from SNL, from Pete he's, Davidson, he's, Tyler. He's John. He's John Mulaney's random friend now. Do you know another Pete Davidson? <laughs> he like all of a sudden I became a huge Pete Davidson fan, and I just started watching all of his like interviews and SNL. Like he's on Weekend Update a lot, and he just says all these really hilarious bits. And mm. yeah, recommend I'll tell you, watching him. I don't love Mulaney the way that every white girl ever does. <sighs> yeah, I tell you, I don't love Melanie either. I think it's Faze. I think he's gonna get Dane cooked out, and I'm not looking forward to. I it hope I to God. I hope to God he does. He's definitely so, got uh, some funny Fortnite, but like, I have to say, the reason people like him so much is because his humor is based on like very wholesome premises. Like he he he's he doesn't make like jokes based off of like, oh, like my wife, the old ball and chain, or like. Um, you know, like right. racist like, jokes or like fat jokes or it's whatever. Not blue comedy. He yeah. he just makes jokes about like 
Yeah, one time my on a family road trip, my siblings and I wanted to go to McDonald's and my dad drove up to the drive-thru and we're all yelling, McDonald's, McDonald's. And then my dad orders one black coffee and pulls through to the front. <laughs> and like, these are just the jokes that he I'll tells. I'll tell you so though, just like I follow a John Mulaney out of context bot on Twitter, but not John <laughs> Mulaney. And it just says random John Mulaney things. I don't know, every hour. Honest to God, like I, like John Mulaney, you could be watching a full John Mulaney special on Netflix and it, and you could think like, this is John Mulaney out of context. Like it's nonsense, yeah. but like, yeah, he, but ju- it's like, he just, it, it'll just get on my timeline sometimes. And it's just the most bonkers sentences, like single sentences. And I'm like, how yeah. can this possibly be <laughs> any part, the setup or a punchline or anything of a joke? Like, where does this fit? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then again, I was recently quoted by an out-of-context Instagram post as saying, we're not just grinding up cows. <laughs> and on that note, we do need to wrap the show. Oh, really? This this nonsense that I've that I've derailed you guys on? It takes about 10 minutes to We need to wrap, to wrap the show. it up. And it wouldn't on, be the first time. And on any other night, I would just keep rambling. But oh tonight, my gosh, I do yeah. actually have to go once we're done. Uh, so, Ethan... What do we do to wrap the show? How do we do uh, that? We give a villain ranking. Terry, Terry Benedict. Benedict. The first thing, and if you're going to deal pretty... with Terry Benedict, you better God darn no. Because <laughs> this guy, he'll kill you. Then he'll go to work on you. Yeah. Damn, I don't know. Give him like a seven out of Palpatine. <laughs> seven out of Sheev <laughs> Palpatine. It's not our top end of the scale, though. Right, but Sheev is like a one and a ten, right? So like a Sheev How does he compare to the Titanic iceberg? <laughs> he, does not, he does not kill nearly as many people. No, much less successful. Yeah, he loses. He does He does lose. Does that mean he... Oh, I guess all villains lose for the most part. I was right. going to say, that's, that's does that like, mean he can't be more than a five? Not but the like, iceberg. The iceberg won, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's... I mean, Killed the shadow Jack. Yeah, Lots of oh, lots man. of things that you could lots of villains you could pull if we're gonna take like God, there natural is a, disasters. There was literally just like a random watch mojo video I clicked on and it was like top ten movies where the protagonist dies and like the first one was like Titanic. And it's like, hmm, never would have guessed that people on the Titanic died. And people oh, were yeah. much less that people were watching this movie were surprised by that. Okay, but Kate's the protagonist. She's the one telling the story. Let's yeah, get rid true. of sexist watch it's mojo. It's been 84 years. Yeah. <laughs> Titanic would have been uh, a better movie without both Jack and Kate. There I said it. Thank you. In this in this <laughs> essay I will. Just what just about the sinking? Yeah, it could have just been about a a character that didn't need to be like a love interest. Uh anyway, villain ranking. I give him a 7 out of sheep. Seven. Breakfast food. I give him a 7. <laughs> Sometimes your voice cracks. Oh no, Pluto. Sometimes that is. Oh no, Pluto. Oh my god, please no. <laughs> uh uh breakfast food. Ocean's Eleven, the breakfast food. I don't know, shrimp cocktail. <laughs> is not... that a breakfast? Are we calling that a breakfast? I mean, anything's a breakfast food if you make it a. If you you could, if you take shrimp cocktail and you put a poached egg on it, that's called shrimp Benedict. No, it's not actually. Shrimp cocktail comes <laughs> well, like, hear, in a glass. I hear that. I hear that actor is really good in Sherlock. Which Benedict actor? shrimp cocktail. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He was all right, Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah, <laughs> those are my favorite jokes. The the Bender Cun Cucumber Patch. <laughs> I love that actor. When um, we did our Doctor Strange review, we didn't say his name once. 
Um, I feel like a breakfast food I would give this is like when you walk into, I don't know, know, when you come home drunk at like 3am and you're like, I'm going to make pancakes. This is going to be amazing. And then you make them and they are not amazing because you are drunk. How bad are you at making pancakes? I can make pancakes in any circumstance. I don't know. The, 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 the yearly roundup from Time Hop of the time I tweeted about you beginning the process of making pancakes and then leaving the apartment just came up. <laughs> What did you? What did you start we mixing? We were, so we were living in we Rappahannock. Big glass we were living in Rappahannock River Hall, room number four thousand one. At this point in our lives, bring me, bring me and hot was, cocoa. That was and we tweet. had the we had. Oh God, that was not what? the time I'm talking about. Oh, um, that was a bad thing. That was yeah, that was a different time. But anyway, Tyler starts making pancakes, which he is he was wont to do at that time a lot, and he put a pancake on the mother Fortnite griddle and <laughs> left. Oh yeah, that's bad. You were oh He came my back God. like it... four Fortnite hours later. Did, was the griddle on? Yes. I, you I bet you you caused a fire a fire drill. No, no. I For no he did pancake? not cause a fire drill because I made his Fortnite you t- pancakes okay, good. and ate them. Okay, good. I was um But I look up I was like playing a video game in the living room. I look up and the door's open oh and God. he's gone. <laughs> And he did not I'm come back. I'm not good at urgency, so I don't know how to like react in like an urgent situation. I just I just try you to left? go. I'm always like, are they gonna be mad if I put the pancakes away? I'm just gonna. This leave is why them. you were working. That's this is why you were working catering too. The... So you did it in your catering polo. You left uh, in your catering polo. I, re- I have a visceral like sense memory of this time. <laughs> oh man, catering was an awful time. Uh, well, this movie's awesome. Okay, so there's definitely shrimp and I'm breakfast and shrimp Benedict pancakes. Involved. Got it. <laughs> burnt pancakes. Burnt shrimp Not pancakes. Not even like burnt pancakes. Just like, you're like, man, this is going to be amazing. This is just what I need. What's and wild? Then you take a bite and you're like, where's. Pancakes are not the carbs. What's you wild think is the we've used burnt pancakes before. Not. They're also, I don't remember why, but we did. In Titanic, we used pancakes. Should have been frozen pancakes. Should have. They were undercooked. Frozen. Yeah. Should have been an, like an iceberg they were Julia's salad dad's or something. Pancakes. Dr. Kendall, if you're listening, keep it up. <laughs> Thank that you, was Dr. the best the moment ever. When, the first time Julia came on, she's like, these are my dad's pancakes. Oh, this is fancy yeah. Venice. <laughs> and she's like, because my dad's terrible at making pancakes. And it was such a twist. <laughs> <laughs> Very twisty. Okay, uh, breakfast food, uh, we did that, we did that. Big, big board. board. Better than Detective Pikachu. What's above that? Mm, I haven't updated the big board in a while, so it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be a list. What was, um, y'all's binary review for Detective Pikachu? It's a, it's a half. One it's a one if you're interested. <laughs> I think that defeats the purpose of the binary. <laughs> right, but like, this the is the purpose. first time, it's like, if you don't, if you're a 25 year old person that doesn't care about Pokemon at all, like, yeah, probably not for you. It was cute, but it's like, it's okay. not that cute. I just love that it apparently was number one at the box office. And then meanwhile, there's in-game still going on in the background that after like years of promotion and then Detective Pikachu just comes in and that well, weekend. I mean, it was, one it was number one, one in yeah, its own week yeah, over yeah, Endgame yeah. that had been out for a month. Yeah. Let's take a look, see at the at the at the list. Uh, where do you, what do you think? I mean, I think it's better than the Princess Bride and Toy Story, Batman Begins. Maybe not Get Out though. Yeah, that's probably about where I put it. Get Out was really get cool. Out was really good. Still can't believe you gave All us right, a zero. Right. 
Listen, Ethan, it's because it's horror. I can't recommend horror to our audience. Yeah, I uh, used to do all these, my friends and I in high school used to do like horror movie marathons together. And then I think I just like lost my nerve because now I cannot sit through, I cannot watch a horror movie. I can watch Jordan Oh man, it took, I can't it took freshman year, my, some of my homemates were like, oh, we're going to watch horror movies every Friday. And I did it with them. And then we came up on one of the wrong turn movies and they were like, this takes place in a southwestern part of Greenbrier County, West Virginia. And I'm like, that's 37 <laughs> minutes from my house. It's too close to home. <laughs> that is 37 minutes from my home address. I am not comfortable with this. <laughs> Well, anyway, Mary Clay, thank you for joining us as guest host on Bacon and Eggs. Everyone, be sure to follow her on Twitter at mcwatt for Is that your birthday? Yes, it is okay. my birthday. It's an unfortunate birthday. Yeah, you're so yeah, close. Thanks. Wait, what do you mean? Huh? What? I know, I know why it's unfortunate. Why are y'all saying it's unfortunate? I was because of the Virginia Tech. Yeah, thing. there we go. Yeah, but Ethan was saying like. I see. I was trying not oh. to go for Virginia Tech massacre. Um, it's okay. But yeah, you can follow Ethan and I at Bacon and Eggs Pod. You can follow me at Americarlin. You can follow Ethan at Ethan. Bacon and Ethan, or Wow Now, the O's are zero, depending upon what app you're on. You can go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs to donate to Bacon and Eggs the podcast so that we can make more podcasts. Wouldn't that, that be would something? be something? More podcasts. We love <laughs> podcasting. Uh, yeah. Join the Discord server. We'd love to have you. Ethan, anything else? No, I think you nailed it. That was a really strange that you did that, <laughs> but you got it. If I did, if I didn't have to oh, leave, I our have done it. Uh, our <laughs> music is by Nope. Our <laughs> graphics are by Vaishon Brandon. <laughs> I could have just said the right name, but like I was so far down the Vaishon Brandon train that I got myself confused. Our graphics are by Vaishon Brandon, Graphite VMB on Instagram, and our music is by Andrew Scott Bell at Andrew Scott Bell on Twitter and Instagram or AndrewScottBellMusic.com. I think that's it. Cool. Oh, uh, real quick, I want to say if anyone out there listening. Uh, has read Lord of the Rings, message me because for some reason I'm starting a podcast where I read Lord of the Rings. The end. Fair enough. <laughs> the end. We want to know about your Lord of the Rings knowledge. I think my problem is going to be that a lot of people love the movies but have not read the books. So if... you know what? But there are a lot of people who have read the books. Yeah, and yeah. If so if you have, market... if you have read them and you want to be a guest on a podcast about them sometime, maybe in the near future, send me a message on Twitter. Fair enough. Looking forward to that. Uh, anyway, um, I think that's everything. I've been Ethan Edgehill. He's been Tyler Carlin. Her over there across the internet has been Mary Clay. What? Till next week. Arrivederci. And I always confuse Monet and Mane. Now, which one married his mistress? Mane. Right. And Mane had syphilis. <laughs>